Hey, how are you? <laughs> I went to sell out two things at once. Then, how are you? Um, yeah, how you doing? How's life going? So we are now in the seventh week of lockdown. Madness, absolute madness. This is now normal life. Um, everyone's obviously well into their routines. It's just crazy, really. It's mad to think that. Obviously, a few months ago, I was in the middle of Thailand for my brother's wedding. All was good, you know. I was um, working crazy hours the morning before the flight, and then yeah, and then flew out to Thailand. You know, it was kind of talk of this whole coronavirus thing, and then what? Here we are, a few months later. Maybe now, March May, May the twenty-first. And well and truly, the world is locked down. Obviously, a lot of places all started to ease off. Um, Australia are not having the same, or well, they're easing out of their lockdown. See, America's always pretty fucked. Um, I think they've, so the world's um, COVID count has hit five million. A third of those are in the US, which is just madness. Anyway, it's um, beautiful, like beautiful weather. We had an unbelievable spring. Um, it, today, what, 25 degrees. Um, just out for a walk around the local park. A few people out and about. Still, it's just nice. Obviously, we're allowed to leave our houses a lot more now, but obviously, that's. Make mad how the world can change so quickly. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's insane. It is. That's probably the best way to put it. It is crazy. If you'd have said to us a year ago that this would happen, if you'd have said this to me before I went to Thailand, like that is how quickly this whole thing snowballed. If you'd have said to me before I went to Thailand, uh, when you get back you'll be going to lockdown. You will not be able to leave until whenever. Like. Because obviously all the holidays and all that have been cancelled, nobody knows what's going on. Um, and that's obviously producing anxiety in a lot of people because a lot of people actually have no idea what's next. Like how long is this going to go on for? Um, I've got my 29th birthday in a couple of weeks. You know, my last birthday of my 20s. And I don't even know if I'll be able to leave my house and meet any of my friends. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's bizarre. But hey, you've got to look at it um, positively. And I guess the positive side of that are, it's like, look, the weather's beautiful. I was lucky in the fact that when I got back from Thailand, the next day when I picked up my beautiful little puppy, Kadoodle, um, named Winnie. So it's given me so much more time to create a nice bonding relationship with her um, and then also I've got my new my new flat finally on, on the market um, on the ladder where do you call it yeah not on the market I've still got still got a girlfriend we're going really really well that's one of the things is we're now in a situation where obviously before all of this I see my girlfriend like most evenings but I leave for work at Five, half five, and then 
I'll get back on my friend six, she'll be back in about six, but obviously Thursdays she's out with girls. Most of the time she'll be out for work. Certain days during the week she'll be out for dinners. So maybe see her three or four nights during the week. We'll sit down and have like dinner together, watch a movie, um, unless I'm working late. Um, and obviously then we've got like weekends where I still usually I'll work one day on the weekend as well. So even like that, we've now gotten from that to basically since the 5th of March when we flew to Thailand, we have been with each other all day, every single day. Um, and yeah, do you know what I mean, we've obviously had a lot more, we've bickered a lot more, we've not really had any arguments, not caused any arguments, but I think we're quite good in the fact that, but analytical, like if one of us says something, Silly, like just in the heat, quite good that we'll turn around and apologize a little bit later. But I thought I didn't actually, I don't know why I said that, it's just me being immature, just me being a bit hot headed or whatever. Um, so, I mean, look, we, we, we're I'm very lucky in, in the sense that me and my girlfriend are both like that. We get quite fiery at times, at the same time, it's still logical enough that, and intelligent enough that we can kind of stop and be like. I'm actually just being, that's an emotional reaction. Um, so I guess if you're in the kind of situation that we're in here where you're under each other's feet all the time, um, yeah, one thing I could say to you for that is just actually try and, when you feel that response where you want to react to something, you need to understand that that's like an emotional reaction. Like, before you say something, just have, have a deep breath and just actually have a think about what you want to say. Don't just say something because, again, like they all say, like when you said, when you said something, you can't take it back. So just breathe, take a second and think about your response. Don't respond um, emotionally because that is where the issues then arise. Um, and I'd probably say I'm quite lucky in the sense that me and my girlfriend are good at that. Um, don't get me wrong, like, I'm not, we're, not, we're not perfect by any stretch. Yeah, we have a, a little bickers and things, but it's also about understanding the situation. So when you, not understand the situation, but understanding what has happened in that specific situation, and then just say, look, I was actually being a bit of bell end there, this or look I don't like the way that you were doing this come from it be an adult about the whole thing don't just argue and then if you're upset like sit there and just drop and not talk like just communicate I think that is one of the biggest things in this situation that you can take away is, is communication is king honestly like rather than arguing rather than anything just discuss actually how you're feeling, discuss anything that's going on. So rather than let things fester, and as a result, issues arise, just talk about shit, like. Um, I don't know, throwing Mrs. was leaving down the house, and she won't, like, she's not that clean in the kitchen. She's a good cook. So it's almost like falling on me to be the cleaner. I'll take that, but that's the thing. So we're like two peas in a pod and that. She'll do a lot of cooking. Um, I love to cook as well, but she genuinely, she really enjoys it. She gets huge satisfaction out of it. So I'm not, I'm not going to take that away from her unless 
busy or don't know how to cook. But then as a result, it's like if someone's cooking, the other person's cleaning. And then even if I cook, I'll probably I'll usually clean. Because I don't know why I, I just get some weird little bout of satisfaction from that. You know those just really menial tasks. It's like cleaning is probably ultimate instant gratification. If you look at something, it's shit old. Like throw the dish in the dishwasher, wipe the sides down, place it looks glam, smells good, and it's just like bosh, you have achieved something. Tick in that box. Like the little things, those little instant gratifications, there's little wins. Oh yeah, little wins. <laughs> um, but anyway, so kind of talking about life in COVID. I want to move away from that such because life in general but I can imagine um, with everyone being on lockdown now um, like you're in your house an awful lot more you spend a lot more time bored because you're kind of sitting there especially if you've been furloughed so you're not even allowed to work um, so a couple of things on that are cravings and boredom which are obviously more rife than ever right now. Um, and I find I'm, 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 I'm guilty for that as well, because obviously I'm not out with, the, um, with clients today, so I'm, I'm bad for this as well. But then obviously, I sound bad for it, but there's a few things that I'm gonna tell you now that really helped me. Now, firstly, especially with the weather being so gorgeous, one thing you will find is a lot of your um, cravings and a lot of those times when you want to just go and eat, a lot of that will actually come from thirst, dehydration. A lot of um, dehydration will express itself as thirst. So a huge thing is just make sure you're constantly staying hydrated, constantly drinking. I'm not like constantly drinking, I don't stick in the dripping, but make sure that you're staying hydrated because again like I said when you're getting those hunger pangs you're getting those little craving pangs a lot of the time what you'll actually find is you're really dehydrated and obviously lots of foods have moisture in them so your body will associate that and will be like will make you want to eat so make sure you start upping your hydration levels now I put up a post on Instagram, and I put my link in the, in the show notes you can head over to, um, and go and look at that, and especially about my morning routine. One of the biggest things about my morning routine is having like a pint of just like lukewarm water, um, a nice little bit of lemon in there as well, if I've got lemon, if not, water will do, any water will do. Um, now, the main reason for this is, obviously, if you've just been asleep for six, eight hours, you're lacking, um, you haven't hydrated in that amount of time. And then, obviously, not considering like, the amount of hours you didn't drink before bed. So, there's an extended period where you haven't, um, you haven't drunk. So, one thing I would say is make sure the first thing you do when you get up is just get a nice, big, um, drink of water. I normally just go for a pint just to neck down. Um, 
again, just start be helping you rehydrate. I'm not saying neck it, but you drink it like relatively quickly, but obviously it's going to help you start rehydrating, start flushing a bit of water through your like intestines and things as well, so it will actually get your digestive system moving. Um, so when you first wake up, before you have your coffee as well, before you have anything like that, just have a nice little glass of water. Um, it's just going to really help freshen you up. Um, yeah, I'd love to spout up a lot of sort of nonsense claims, but I know a lot of people do to push things, but yeah, ain't about that. Ain't about lying to, to make your life a little bit better. Um, so yeah, just do that. Um, trust me, you will reap the rewards. You will see the benefits. Yeah, trust me, you will. Sorry, I'm kind of walking up dodging through the stuff as well. Just getting the old steps in. That was one thing saying that, that I really struggled with initially, was getting my steps in. Um, I did struggle, I, I found that obviously normally I'll come from work, like living at like minimum of say 12 to 15,000 steps, like on say average. So it'd be like a minimum of 12,000, but yeah. Usually between 12 to 15,000 on average. Um, and now I'm like dropped down, so I was struggling about to get about 7,000 in, but now, yeah, now I'm averaging around 12. Um, just ensuring that I just get a little walks in as soon as I wake up, have a pint of water, take the dog out for a little walk. Um, and again, when I finish dinner as well, take the dog out for a walk, and I'll always get a, a nice workout. And usually when I get back for a walk with the dog, um, I like to take my workout in the first thing, just get it out of the way and then just kind of focus on the little bits that I've got for the rest of my day. Um, but anyway, so coming back to cravings and little hunger. So another thing on um, cravings, obviously, is about dehydration, but where a lot of us are in our houses a lot more, um, what you will find is advertisement. I'm guessing a lot of you are listening to the radio, you're going to be watching more TV, so you're going to be essentially bombarded with um, bombarded with adverts. And now you have to think about it. these people that are spending on these adverts. These people have like multi-million-pound um, marketing budgets. There's a reason for that. These people know how to make and buy the products. Now, prime example for this was the other day I was watching TV. It must have been about been about nine o'clock, like nine half nine. And advert came on for the pizza. Now, I'd, I only had a small dinner that day. Um, I was yeah, I was having one of those, you know, I was having a day when I was just generally quite hungry. Like I had dinner and then it was obviously a couple of hours after dinner so you can get to a point where you're like I could probably eat right now so I won't because so I'm going to bed in a minute but I could probably eat but anyway so this happened and I was sitting there and I was like fuck I need pizza I was like my life will not move again my life is not going to be worth living until I get to this pizza like it's like my whole life Everything just stopped. All I could see in my mind's eye 
was this pizza and just like my hands reaching out and grabbing it. And it just, it, it was really funny because, I don't know, I've, I haven't had a takeaway pizza in, I genuinely, I can actually remember. I remember being out there on the bus and going out with my friends. But I feel like, what, Something like that. So, I haven't genuinely had a takeaway pizza. If I have a pizza, I remember I had to make them with the missus. It's like a little event, isn't it? Like, get in there, we'll make you know, a couple of different pizzas, share them. Like, I genuinely haven't had a takeaway pizza in, like I said, that, that I can genuinely remember from the top of my head. I can't. Um, as soon as I saw this, I was sitting there looking at my phone, I was like, I might just have to do it. <laughs> and then, is anyone I kind of sat down and thought, and I was like, my missus just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> why are you genuinely considering this? And that was just, I don't know, and it's just bizarre because that's the thing, is these people formulated these adverts for a particular reason, and that particular reason is to make you purchase their products. Now, realistically, when you actually think about that, is the reason they, um, will advertise in a specific way. They'll use specific images, they'll use like people being like, oh, like almost having like in mouth gasms when they're taking these bites. And that is almost true, true. It's, always, it's not almost true, it's to make you remember a time when you've had that product and you've essentially had that mouth gasm. Everyone can remember that time when you like, got a piece of stuff. Oh, I say everyone, that's pretty big comment. Um, Essentially, that's all they're trying to do. They're just trying to take you back to that point in your life when you had a bite of that piece and you're like, mind blown. Like, and again, like I said earlier, these people have multi-million pound marketing budgets. Like, they have people whose sole jobs are to sit there and like design these adverts to make you go out and buy them. So, there's one thing that you really have to keep mind is when you're having all of these um see all of these if you're having cravings think about what it is think about what's going on in your kind of day um like are you stressed are you angry are you really tired Just two more points that i'll move on to in a second um but again what are you doing if you're sitting down you're pretty bored you're watching tv and boom you get hit with this advert Again, a big one, McDonald's. McDonald's adverts are on loads at the minute. And why is that as well? And that is because obviously the Macadies will just start to open up. So there's loads of McDonald's adverts on TV to ensure that when they do open, they're gonna be absolutely bombarded with, um, with orders. So again, so that's, a, that's another thing you need to kind of keep in mind. If you're sitting down watching TV, you will be getting hit hard with um, with um, adverts, and those adverts can stimulate that craving response. Now, two others on that, obviously tiredness and um, stress slash emotions. So now these are huge. So tiredness for one, when you um, lack sleep your body um, struggles to, what's the word I'm trying to say here? When you, when you lack sleep, 
your leptin and ghrelin hormones, the hormones that make you hungry and make you feel full, they go out of whack. So if you had a good night's sleep and you have a meal, you feel full, like a normal sized meal, you feel full, Bob drunk or that's what exactly what you want. But when you're really, really tired, you might have that same said meal, but you're not getting that same leptin response. Leptin basically lets your body know when you feel full. Now, secondly, ghrelin is what makes you feel hungry. So if you're, um, if you're really, really tired, your body doesn't produce as much ghrelin. So you might be sitting there and then your um, ghrelin just is going mad, just making you feel hungry. When essentially if you were well rested, you wouldn't be. So that's another thing is, Sleep is very, very important because I find, especially back to like, working on more hours. Obviously, I'm a, lo I'm a lot more active, but at the same time, I don't sleep nearly as much because I am up at five o'clock every single day um, to get into work at six. But then some nights I might be working later. Um, it's not only that when I come back and chill out with my girlfriend. Sometimes I might not get to bed till 10, 11. And I know that's silly, but I mean, it's such is life. We can't all live that perfect day, can we? And, um, and I sit and it gets to that point where we're just like, uh, I get so tired, I'm sitting there and I'm starving like all day. And I'm just like, oh, well, why is this? And again, and that's exactly why it is, because your hunger hormones are just basically going on a frenzy. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's another reason. Um, also, that's obviously another huge reason why you should aim to sleep more and what better time because even if you do have work, you don't have to do your cumulative, you don't have any of this to, to worry about. So, use this time to really take a step back and improve your sleeping patterns. Um, because, yeah, like I said, I'm guessing, say, within six months, that. Same old routines, getting up stupidly early, getting highly stressed out. Obviously, I understand that a lot of people are quite anxious and it's quite a stressful environment we're in right now, but look at the positive, say. Um, but yeah, so try and use your time to just make the most of it because, yeah, like I said, we will be back in that same old routine with the like canned sardines or whatever the saying is in the tubes and fighting to get a spot on the plaster, or, do you know what I mean, just stress, 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 so you just, yeah, have a lie-in, don't feel bad for it as well, take pressure for yourself, I'll finish on that, but anyway, so the last one on that little note was stress, um, and emotional eating, now this is massive, and I'm not, this is probably better to go into, this is worthy of a whole episode, and I've actually got someone in mind in a couple of weeks, not in mind, but I've got someone lined up for uh, an episode basically purely on this, a mindset coach. Um, because, yeah, like I said, this is it's huge and it affects so many people. Um, and it's the reason why a lot of people put weight on unnecessarily and also can't control their eating habits because their eating habits are almost dictated by their emotions 
which, like we said, in, in a very highly stressed world that we live in, um, and they're not only highly stressed, but it's quite, it's like, it's an emotionally stimulating world. That's a, probably the best way to put it. And I'll call it an emotionally stimulating world because even if you're just sitting down chilling out, you have social media. Social media is savage when it comes to stimulating emotions <clears throat> negatively. And you might not even realise this, but when you're on there on say Instagram, you're on um, TikTok or Facebook, whatever the platform is, and you see X, Y, and Z. You'll see people. Well, that's the thing with Instagram. It's only the highlight reel of people's lives. So you see them. Say, say, look, you look at my Instagram. You, um, you might see pictures of my dog, my new place, and people are like, oh, look, he's done well to water places. Got a dog. Uh, like. You just you instantly compare whether that's conscious or subconscious. And trust me, I wouldn't be sitting there like playing songs in my life and be like, "Oh, he's licking, made it, <laughs> nailed it." Um, do you know what I mean? It's just it's one of those things. But I was just using that as an example. Um, another one is you might see uh, okay a lot of bodybuilders. You look on their you look on their, their profiles and they're in like phenomenal shape. And you sit there and you're like, look, I will never do that. I feel like a fat mess just sitting here. You might not even know that you're, you're doing that, but subconsciously, that is what is, is triggering in your brain. You're looking at something, you're just going, ooh, do you know what? I've, I should be better. I should be better. Like, looking at that, like, you compare yourself and go, oh, well, I'm too weak, I'm too... And you just have, like, negative conversation with yourself. And you might not even know that you're doing it. But subconsciously, that is what's basically ticking away in the back of your head. Um, and so a lot of... One thing I'd say on that front is... Be, kind of be wary of that. So if you do find that after you've seen something online or whatever, you come away and you feel quite negative, or you feel it a little bit... Uh, or you get one of these weird little hunger pangs or something, then start being a bit more picky with who you follow. Only follow, this is one of the biggest things I can say to you as always, only follow people on social media who have a positive impact on your life. Who either, A, make you more productive, who make you happier, whose content that you see and you go, oh yeah, like, just pick you up a little bit, or whose content you actually see and you might it might inform you so you actually take something away from that like get a little bit of intelligence boost from that so i mean don't look don't follow people online you shit you look at it and you just go oh, and, it's, and it kind of pulls you down a bit because honestly it's 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 not worth it life is too fucking short to be wasting your days getting stressed out about silly shit honestly it is it, it really is. But yeah, so emotional eating is one. So I'd, one thing I would say on that is if you just get these random cravings throughout days, it's 
So I have to think about what's going on. Has someone said something to you? Is something at work stressing you out? Is something at home stressing you out? Think again about what is going on. Think about elements of your life that are creating that anxiety, that stress, that unhappiness, that whatever that emotion is, emotion, sorry, whatever that emotion is, think about it. And then try and try and proactively go out your way to do something about that. Like if it's elements at home, if it's, I don't know, maybe the way if you live with your parents and maybe your parents, your brother, someone like that is saying something to you. Maybe if it's about your weight, being like, cool, you little bit. Don't have a word of them. Just be like, look, this is fucking unnecessary. I don't need to know that. Like, or if it's um, something that works, stressing you out. I know this might sound jump like big, but have a, have, a, have, a, have a word of work. At the same time, if it's part of the job, That sounds so blasé and so big and such a good comment. So I know we all have financial um, financial commitments and all that. But at the same time, life, as I said before, is too fucking short. The last thing you want to do is wake up in your mid-thirties and be like, oh well, yeah. I've like this last five years has just stressed me out so much. You're not even overly happy because then you waste most of your time outside of work stressing about what is going on in work. Is it worth it? That's what I say. Is is it worth it? And obviously there's that um, cost analysis. You have to kind of weigh that up. Is obviously is that ROI of stress? Is that return of stress investment worth that paycheck at the end of the month? But don't get me wrong. If you're like a broker or you're someone that's earning decent money, then high potential. It probably is then I would just say, look, you need to find a good, solid cause, not cause, sorry, you need to find a good, solid activity or subway to de-stress and get out of that. You need to learn to not let work come home with you. Because, again, stress is a very destructive hormone and it's not gonna be the rewards of that. So on those four things, we've got stress, sleep, um, dehydration, and advertising. There's probably another one, but off the top of my that is all I can think of. They're probably the four biggest. No, I'm I'm going with that. They are the four biggest causes of cravings. <laughs> um, one thing my friend once said to me. And it has no real direct influence on this conversation. I'm just going to tell you to do it, John. <laughs> and he said to me, do you know the one way to beat a craving? He said, don't have to Ever. And I was like, what do you mean? I, what? Again, I was like, the dump on it. He said, what do you mean? He goes, you can't crave what you've never had. So, if you're craving sweets, Get in the time machine, go back to your younger self and just slap those hobos right out of your hand. And as a result, you will not be craving hobo or sweets later in life. What things do you get cravings for? Try to think about it, actually. Well, I'm trying to think about it. Obviously, peaceful, so I'm much more of a savory person. 
don't tend to get cravings. I don't even tend to get cravings. Quite a few years. Like, not why, because I don't think that has any form of impact, but I'm quite aware of the main triggers of cravings. Probably don't get them as much. Um, it's only, yeah, it's only, I'd say, my main to come from. If I'm really tired, um, and if I'm like chilling out watching TV, but I'll only really watch TV at night. So my little switch off is maybe an hour before I go to bed, I'll just sit down with my missus and the dog and just watch whatever she's watching. Um, but I mean, apart from that, I don't, yeah, I don't really get cravings. Don't get me wrong, actually, the old time I would go over to mini eggs. Mini eggs are the best sweet, the best chocolate, I don't even know what you've got to do, the best just sweet food you can have, isn't it? Oh, no, actually, no, no, now I start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, actually, no, what about pick a mix? I'm, 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 I'm telling a lie, pick a mix. Sometimes, like, after training, I find after training, especially yeah, mainly when I'm in a dieting phase. Like now I'm I'm in a phase where I'm actually trying to put weight on because I've spent my whole life in a diet. It's actually nice now to be trying to put a bit of size on. Um, train like I'm quite lucky in the fact in the fact that I've got a few bits at home enough to kind of beast myself. I've got like a heavy kettlebell weight vest dumbbells um, so I mean I've got I've got a great little home gym um, but at the same time now actually no now that I'm in um, I'm actually trying to put a bit of weight on yeah I'm not finding that at all um, yeah I don't get cravings but obviously I probably spent the first 27 no I probably not when I was a kid Probably spent the last 10 years of my life in a diet. Like just dieting purely for boxing, because even if you're after a fight, I never want to get too far away from fight weight. Like, because the last thing you want is spending the whole fucking next camp just trying to lose fat. It's just, yeah, it's just not, it's just not fucking helping anybody. So, it's quite nice to come from that, come out the other side, and now I can eat more. I'm eating more now consistently, and this might even sound quite pathetic to a lot of people. Like, it, like I'm only eating 2,800 calories, putting a bit of size on from that. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, I can't actually say I've had um, much in the way of cravings from that. But it's, it's funny. So I've spent the last however many years of my life, obviously I just said there, like the last 10 years or so, in a diet. Um, and in my head, I look best when I'm fucking filthy shredded. Like, I love it. I do love being like walking around just having like, a fucking good six pack. Like, I think everyone, everyone does. Everyone's like relatively um, vain in their own right. Um, in my head, that works better. Now, I've put on. I've put on quite a, like, a bit of weight, bit of, a bit of size since then. Like, I've still got, I've probably got like a, got like a solid four pack now. Um, and then, yeah, like, it's just mad. So, I went home and my dad 
my mum and my like I, all at different kind of times. So like, you look really, really well. You, like, you look really good, like really healthy. And it's it's funny because I'm like in my head, I'm like I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like ah, I'm getting a bit big. Like, like I said, I've, I've, the six pack's gone. It's like four pack, but and like, in my head, then I'm getting this kind of. My, turn, my, my, my my narrative, my internal narrative is going, oh, I don't know, you might have to start sorting this out soon. Like, you, can't, you don't want to get too far away. But then in my head, I'm like, well, no, because I want to kind of, I want to build myself up. I want I want to be a bigger, stronger man. Um, and it's quite funny. And I don't want to, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying the training, not having, like, not having every session, just like smashing me and doing like hours and hours of just like pure fucking, Workouts a day, um, obviously from the last professional boxer, but yeah, it's just mad. Like, it's funny how your internal narrative and your perspective of yourself is completely different to those around you. Like, a lot of people will probably look at me now and still be like, no, mate, you're in fucking really good shape. But I look at myself and I'm like, you think well, I can see that my, my, my arms are bigger, my chest is bigger like on my shoulders and that but at the same time because you're looking at yourself in the mirror all the time you don't see that but guess what I'm getting at and my point here is with my point here is that take that pressure off yourself because what the way you look at yourself what I would say is the way you see yourself look at yourself in the mirror and I'd go to five other people who maybe you know, don't look like, just go well, put it on, you know, to five random fucking people like, what do you think of the way I look? <laughs> fucking jokes. But got to five different people from five different sort of like friendship groups, so around, so then are not all friends. I don't just go to 35. Well, oh, you know, just do that. Go five different people basically. And ask them what they think of you and your body shape. And just tell them to be brutally fucking honest. Because I think what they say back to you, have a, a you will just be like, oh, you're just trying to be nice because I'm here. And yeah, don't get me wrong, they probably are a little bit. But at the same time, we've all got friends who are just savagely honest. If you tell them to tell you how it is, they will fucking tell you how it is, and they will pull no punches. Have you got Have you got friends like that? Go and ask them. Obviously, it depends on where you are in your journey. If you are just starting out, um. Or if you actually know, not if you're just starting out such, but if you're really, really like, if you're quite critical of the way that you look, I would say then yeah, do this. And mainly this, if you're one of these people who says something like, "Oh, I'm fat," and all your friends are like, "Mate, you're not fat." Like, if if you get quite a different, if you get different feedback about the way you look from your friends and what you're telling yourself. Maybe it's a good idea to go and speak to a couple of people and ask them their perspective on how you look. Because, yeah, it might be very, very different. And as a result, that might well mean that you can maybe take a bit of pressure off yourself. But I kind of mentioned this earlier, and I do want to pull back to this. And that is especially with everything that is going on. Fucking chill out, please. Like, take pressure off yourself. We are in the weirdest state of affairs with what is going on in this world right now. And 
I find, especially with a lot of my clients and people that I talk to on, on online and even with my friends and that, it's people just putting too much pressure on themselves. They're like, oh, but I'm not able to work out this and that. And it's like, I said like a mother with two kids getting highly stressed because she hasn't found the time to get a workout in when it's like the only real time that she has Maybe at like lunch or that because when she gets up she has to get the kids ready to start their online schooling and all this sort of stuff and she has a little workout in the morning but her only free time essentially she has to take the kids out. So that's what I'm saying to her. I'm just like, you need to take that pressure off yourself. You need to stop stressing out about these aspects of your life that you can't really change. Like, especially with, with this person, it's like if her partner um, works way a lot as well. He or not away, but he works mad hours. So it's it's difficult. Like you just need to take that stress off yourself. You need to set the pressure off yourself. And it's like the other clients that I've had who are like, oh, I'm losing my gains. I'm not. It's like, well, look, you have no access to a gym. You have no access to gym equipment. Obviously, you you can still maintain a lot of your size. Maintain, no, let me just put it in there. You can maintain your size with like body weight um, and like minimal like weights, but at the same time, can't fucking do anything. Well, obviously, yeah, you can go and you can, can buy some, but obviously, price is through the roof at the minute. But unless you're willing to go out and, and fork out and buy things, then just take that pressure off yourself. Just relax because it is not worth that stress that you're bringing to yourself. Honestly, it really isn't. Um, and yeah, so just de-stress and, and also just to say, so I find this as well, like with people who are self-employed or when they're in businesses and that, it's, it's a fucking crazy time. I keep saying this, this is a mad time. No one's ever been through this. So if you're in a position where things are going to be difficult with your business, don't worry about it. Like, you've got things like government grants now that can help you. So just take them and just try and de-stress. Try and just live in the moment a little bit more. And that's one thing that I find quite difficult, what I've found quite difficult, so I'm trying to do more of is taking a bit more time to live in the moment with like, my girlfriend and my dog. So I don't want to get back to usual life, go back, because I'm kind of, I want to look in, I need to look into kind of personality types, but I'm that personality type where I like to just get like, I get really focused on, on something. I like just, I think, I want to say type A, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. And I'll, I'll get really focused on something, like a project, and I'll just work it like mad for ages. And I'll be doing that with like, now like picking up new clients, I'm like, oh, right, I need to give, that's the main thing is I want to give my clients more and more and more because I want them to I want to help them through this as much as I possibly can. So in my head I'm sitting there going over that, like trying to create other little like workbooks, not workbooks, but like guides and stuff for them that you can help them through and yeah it's so, so a lot of people just take that fucking break of yourself. I'm rambling there. But anyway, so before I ramble myself I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this up and yeah obviously do me a huge favor if you wouldn't mind and leave me a review um, if you do leave me a review um, you can book in a discovery call which is completely free it's almost be like a consultation 
um, and we will discuss your goals, what you would like out of life with regards to your health and fitness, or it doesn't even have to be health and fitness, just anything that is on your mind. And yeah, we can cover that, and I'll give you my few pennies on what best practices to implement to help help you soar in life, to help take you past. But yeah, if you could leave me a review, I would uh, be much obliged. And yeah, I will speak to you all in the next episode. But take care.